bogus listeners thanks for tuning in to this installment of the forever bogus podcast and it's me your friend from the past that had that goosebumps club subscription <laughs> b-boy bogus bryce aka mr bryce shoemaker staring at the face of my best friend jamie Killsby, aka hey what's up uh ho ho and gobble gobble it's your favorite rapper from the middle school lunch table j-dog and i'm here <laughs> Again, to talk about the things you love. That's right. <laughs> and it's that time of year, J-Dog. It's yeah. not Halloween. It's certainly not Christmas. That means it must be Thanksgiving. It's the redheaded stepchild of holidays, that's for sure. <laughs> I consider it the like the forgotten middle child. Like People like know it's coming up. They know they had to spend some time with the family. They know they're going to eat very well. But besides that, they don't really know how to celebrate it. Yeah, it's not as mainstream as Halloween and, of course, not nearly as mainstream as Christmas. Personally, no. it's a regional thing. You know, it, you're, you know, they they have their own can, uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Really? Um, I didn't know that. Yes. What, what they, does that consist of? Do you know? It's I, I do know because I just asked somebody about this who lives in Canada. Okay. And basically, they just wanted – their own Thursday off from work and they <laughs> copied ours exactly. And that's totally okay. Yeah, it's called- I, I wouldn't mind going to like to Canada to celebrate Thanksgiving over there. I think that'd be pretty fun, eh? They eat, yes, exactly. <laughs> they eat the same food and they okay. do the same shit. So here's the thing. Yeah, like you were saying, it is the redheaded stepchild of holidays. We know how to celebrate Halloween. You know the movies to watch, the TV shows to watch, the atmosphere you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Christmas needs no explanation or defending. It is the most mainstream of holidays, and I love it in its own right. But I think that we all need to take some time to appreciate Thanksgiving. I get that, and I totally understand that, and I agree with you. And like going back and watching Thanksgiving specials, almost every single one has like this moral of like, hey, it's family. Hey, you had to expect the unexpected, and you should really appreciate like what you have. But but they all like deal with different topics too. So it's like even they really don't know how to celebrate Thanksgiving. So it's it's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm burping up Taco Bell right now and I haven't had Taco <laughs> Bell in a week. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm ready for Thanksgiving. And Me here's too. the thing. Actually, I love, I know that you you feel the same way. And I, I would imagine a lot of people listening feel the same way too, because a lot of people listening probably celebrate celebrate Halloween as hard as we do. You know, we know a uh-huh. lot of we know a lot of adults with no kids who still choose to celebrate Halloween really hard. Yes, it's not uncommon. We do that. I find that my love of Halloween is so deep that it actually gives me anxiety if I feel like I'm not living up to it. If I feel like I'm in October and not having a great time, I start feeling like bad and like, oh no. I feel the same way. You're like, I'm going to miss the holiday. I'm not going to feel it. Like, yeah, this this is not my year. That's why, that's one of the main reasons, if not the main reason I like Thanksgiving so much is because it doesn't really ask anything from you and I'm never anxious that I'm missing out on anything. You know, there's specials to watch. I totally agree. There's movies to watch. You just relax. You know, like you said, the deeper meaning of it is is appreciating the people around you yes. um, and expecting the unexpected, you know, that kind of thing. But it's just time to relax. You're going to get your ass kicked all December with Christmas shit. You're going to be worried about <laughs> if money. you like it or not. <laughs> you're going to be – you know, maybe you'll have a good time. Maybe you'll have a bad time. You're going to be worried about money. You're going to be worried about getting everybody the gifts they need. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got done with the the Halloween hangover. Now, right in the middle, take some time for yourself. Take some time to relax. And it's funny that you say that because this is definitely coming to like the privileged children (laughs) of Mm. families that will host Thanksgiving. Because if I would talk to my mom or my dad about Thanksgiving, they they would probably say it's too much pressure because, you know, they have all the family coming in, like distant relatives they don't get to see, but maybe once a year for Thanksgiving. And they had to put like prepare this huge meal for everybody that has to be delicious. Everybody has huge expectation of like, 
how's the turkey going to be this year? Is it going to be too dry? Are you going to be deep frying it? Are you going to be smoking it? Are you going to do it the classic way in the oven? Like, I feel like if we were to talk to our parents or people who are in charge of like hosting Thanksgiving dinner, they would say otherwise. They would probably say too much pressure. I feel maybe it's just because I do like the season so much, but we hosted our family for maybe five years in a row. Really? We're, so were you like in charge of like all the cooking and stuff? Or you just I, I did it. I made the turkey. I made I made Damn. all the main stuff. And I, okay. my, my turkey is great. In fact, uh, Kate's uncle, my wife's uncle, he pulled me aside and he said, here, come here, come here. He pulled me aside where it was quiet and nobody's around. And he said, <laughs> I've been eating this family's turkey for 40 years and it's dry every time. And I just want to thank you for the first moist turkey I've had in 40 years. <laughs> how did, how did so you prepare like, it? What did you do uh, to it? I, I fucking – it's it's gnarly. It sounds gnarly. I understand it's gnarly. It's an American holiday, so let's make it as American as possible. <laughs> I take the turkey out once it's thawed, and I cover the entire outside of the turkey, all visible surfaces with melted butter. Or like halfway okay. melted butter, so like soft butter. So the whole thing, it just looks like a white blob. Or you you polydeaned it. <laughs> yeah. And then you can also reach your hand in uh-huh. between the skin and the meat, if yes. that makes sense. So it's like a little yes. pocket. More butter in there, pal. Okay. And you got to so you put it. So you put it in the oven then. You don't cook oh, yeah. it like – you don't deep fry or smoke or anything like that. You go for the, the oven. I go for the oven. I think it's traditional. I think it's classic. I do like a deep fried one, but stick with the classic. Stick with what you know, you know? Okay. Well, this is already starting to put me in the Thanksgiving mood because every year, like, I'm not really in the mood until I arrive at my my parents' place. And I'm like, okay, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. But what we're hoping with this episode is we're going to, like, maybe touch on some really good memories, uh, even some personal memories with us to kind of get you in that Thanksgiving mood. Yeah. Maybe maybe start you out a little early. I know this is coming out maybe a few days before Thanksgiving, but hopefully we can really put you in that mood before you arrive to your parents' place or, or wherever you're going to have your Thanksgiving dinner at. Because I think that there is a lot to be appreciated beyond your uncle's racist comments and your <laughs> mother's political commentary. Yes. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. Put that aside. And let's talk about the boob tube, man. You want to you start us off? Let's start us off. So I really wanted to focus on my favorite Thanksgiving specials. And I wanted to primarily focus on Nickelodeon because I had a chance to watch The Orange Years since we talked to Adam and, uh, and Scott. And I got to say, like, if you're looking for something to do Thanksgiving evening while everyone else is like taking their nap, watch The Orange Years. Like, Two thumbs up, 10 out of 10, amazing documentary. I love it. But I'm really in the Nickelodeon mood. So I wanted to focus on like my four favorite Nickelodeon Thanksgiving specials. A lot to choose from. There's heavy artillery there, man. <laughs> there is heavy artillery here. But the, the first one I think is a classic. And out of the whole series, like this one stands out to me a little bit. But it's the Keenan and Kel episode, Turkey Day. Man, you got a lot of love for Keenan and Kel. I really don't. It's it's very interesting. I have this like love hate relationship. As a kid, I absolutely loved Keenan and Kel, and like I would even play, I, w- I would act out Keenan and Kel with my friends. Like I loved it that much. <laughs> what do you play? What do you play when you're playing? I really don't. I don't really understand how I could. Like Power Rangers is totally easy to act. Sure, out. you just but beat Keenan up some and monsters. Kel, it's like, what do you do? But like we would we would play around. Like I would I was always Keenan. My playing, friend was playing Keenan friend, and Kel as a kid is is pretending you work at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking blows. Another day at Rig- Rigby's. Another day but, at Rigby's. But uh, their, their Turkey Day episode, their Thanksgiving episode is a classic because it's got a lot of like slapstick. It's got like the drama of like the, the family coming over and like the aunt that has the mustache you don't want to be around. <laughs> and like the uncle that's always kind of weird and has really nasty breath. Like it, it really kind of pulls on on that aspect. And I really like that. I think that is cool, man, because that is one little small thing that is like it's it's funny. You should learn how to appreciate like the gross family that you have and stuff <laughs> yes. like that. The very first Thanksgiving <laughs> that my wife came to with my family, you know, we we drove eight hours to get to, to Maine and then we went to sleep and we woke up in the morning on Thanksgiving morning and we walked up the stairs. First time she met my uncle, this big giant fat man, and <laughs> he had he had reached his hand into the turkey in the oven and he turned around, he had chicken skin and grease hanging from his mouth. <laughs> and he said, oh, nice to meet you. Happy Thanksgiving. Is his name Uncle Bob? 
No, but it might as well Dang, be. Dang, okay, okay, okay. I think everybody has an Uncle Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. But uh, so uh, Kel is really obsessed with turkey, and like he can't get enough of it. He ends up eating the entire turkey, the family's entire turkey. So now they're on a mission to find a turkey. I don't want to ruin it for you because I believe all like this episode is on YouTube or even on Amazon Prime. So definitely seek that one out. I have a question because yes. I don't remember. I remember this episode, but it's not fresh in my mind. Did they play it all on the tryptophan thing? Like after he ate all the turkey, was he really tired? Yes, he was like super tired. He's like, man, we got we to go find a turkey. <laughs> and they can't find one. They end up like ordering one. It was like a live turkey. Again, I don't want to like ruin it because it's actually pretty funny. It's kind of slapstick. And it's actually like kind of creative in a way. I, I like it. It's it's a good one. Keenan and Kel for your Thanksgiving needs. Uh, the, the next one on here I want to highlight is Nickelodeon's Thanksgiving Fest from 1989. Wow. So now this one is kind of a trip because it it premiered in 1989, like a few days before Thanksgiving. And it was kind of like this anthology special that consists of like two or three short stories that were all like animated. And it has like this wraparound segment uh, about like the history of Thanksgiving and how like all the like Thanksgiving um, staples, like food staples are created. And it's like in a really fun kind of Nickelodeon kids way. So it's kind of like outrageous, but fun at the same time. Sounds like the trick or treat of Nickelodeon Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it it definitely is. And like the, the two, um, uh, I guess main stories, there's one called Thanksgiving nightmare while a a family is uh, going out after they're finishing their Thanksgiving dinner, a bunch of, a bunch of like mice and roaches try to fight over the leftovers. Oh, hell yeah. That's it's, it's a lot of fun. And then the other one is uh, Thanksgiving Dream, where uh, the night before Thanksgiving, during the Great Depression, two siblings named Sam and Emily have like this really weird, like collective dream where they're like turned into really small, like miniature sized people. And they go around the kitchen uh, to kind of like help uh, make all the food and stuff for Thanksgiving. It's it's pretty interesting. But but honestly, like I, I vaguely remember this because I was born in 89, but they 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 re-ran this probably yeah. two or three different times. They would re-re-air so, re- shit like so this. So I, I barely, vaguely remember this. And then like revisiting it, I was like, oh my God, this is bringing back so many great memories of like, I remember being in front of the boob tube while my, my grandparents, my parents were in the, the uh, kitchen preparing Thanksgiving dinner and drinking beer or whatever. And just really good memories. And I, I love that a lot. You got a little blast, pal. I did a little blast. A little nostalgia blast. <laughs> uh, the next one, I'm not going to spend much time on because I feel like everyone has seen this, but the Rocco's Modern Life Turkey Time episode very is good. a classic. Yeah, very it's good. It's a classic. So for those who may not remember, um, everyone finds out that Rocco is having like this Thanksgiving dinner where she's like, he's like thought about it last minute, like, ah, I should have some friends over, but the entire town finds out. And they want to get invited, so they end up showing up. And uh, as they're getting the turkey prepared, they end up getting a live turkey, and they he just can't find it in himself to kill this turkey to cook it. And so the rest of the episode, he's trying to figure out a way to... Uh, they're trying to find a way to save all these turkeys. And in doing so, when all the town folks show up, they have the turkeys, like, entertain for them. And they have, like, this really weird, like stripping scene <laughs> where the turkeys come out and like kind of strip and try to serve them food. It's really weird, but it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, what's such a theme with Thanksgiving specials is that everyone is a cocksucker. Um, <laughs> this, this one was yes. that the whole neighborhood invited themselves. Yeah. Uh, if you think back to, uh, Charlie Brown, it's uh, Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. Um, it, you know, fucking, it's kind of similar. She invites herself. Yeah. Uh, the Kel one, he eats the whole Turkey like a prick. <laughs> Like it's always it, the the theme of Thanksgiving is that everyone around you is an asshole and and you have to get through it. Yeah, and that's actually kind of high, it's highlighted in this last one, which is the Hey Arnold Arnold's Thanksgiving special. I love this one. This this is the one that I always find myself going back to to get myself in the Thanksgiving mood. Yeah. So you you may remember that um, Arnold's grandma thinks that Thanksgiving is actually the Fourth of July. Yeah, and she's all about fireworks on the roof and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. exactly, exactly. And, like, they all dress up as, like, uh, the, our founding fathers, and they try to, like, reenact the signing of the Declaration of Independence and, and all this stuff. But at the beginning of the episode, um, all of Arnold's friends are participating in Mr. Simmons' like school play. And it's, like, about this family who's kind of dysfunctional, but they come together at the end, and they end up, like, you know, loving each other. It's kind of, like, heartfelt. It's really nice. But when you uh, go back to Helga's 
house, her family like just completely overlooks her because her sister uh, Olga comes back from college and like steals the limelight. Yes. So she's kind of like the forgotten child. And her mother, as always, is uh, an alcoholic and depressed. Yes, and I I, I really love how like Hey Arnold kind of highlights those like different. It's not like every household is perfect. Every single household has like a dysfunctional family. Yeah. And they, they play it out in such a way like you're not being looked at a certain way. Like you're not looking like looked down upon because your family might be dysfunctional or your, your mom might be an alcoholic or your dad might just be so wrapped around his business that his he doesn't business. care about. His, yeah. yeah, he doesn't care about his family. So – Arnold feels left out because everybody's celebrating Thanksgiving as his family's celebrating like the 4th of July. Helga is looking, is feeling overlooked by her own family. So they, they somehow find themselves in the street together because they just ran away. And uh, they come across uh, Mr. Simmons' place and they finally put two and two together where they learn that the play that Mr. Simmons actually wrote was about his own family, oh. his own dysfunctional family. That's the part I think that breaks my heart the most, you know? <laughs> right? And Mr. Simmons is like trying to do his best to like put on this great Thanksgiving and bring all these people together and just have family time, you know? Yeah. And his family, again, back to the theme, cocksuckers. Yes. Yeah. Every single one of them. And I don't, you know, I don't want to say that to disparage anybody, any cocksucker, you know, using the term cocksucker as a literal verb. I mean, if that's your thing, that's totally fine. But a cocksucker meaning a jerk. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. And there's like no reason for it, yeah. you know. So, but I just love the ending because the moral of the story is like, don't set so many expectations for Thanksgiving, and don't expect like a perfect, perfect Thanksgiving. And as I said, like at the top of the show, expect the unexpected, embrace the dysfunction of your family, enjoy the company, and just appreciate what you have. That's a really, really great lesson. And I am all about it. In fact, yes, we always have with my parents, uh, a small Thanksgiving. That's like the Saturday before. Okay. Um, you know, that's literally just like us and them. No, no other family, or maybe there's like one or two other, very small. And especially this year of COVID, uh, we, we kept that up, but we ate outside. We, we stayed oh, far perfect. apart and everything. And the second I got there, my aunt brought her dog, who's elderly. Okay. And, uh, she walked, she walked away and he started falling. Like he, I like felt bad for him. So I, I just, I picked him up because I was like, oh, he shouldn't fall. And I was holding him and waiting for her to get back. I'm talking to my sister and I start smelling something and he had just diarrhea all over oh, my shirt dang. and my pants. Poor dog. Dang. And so, I ask for uh, if, you know, my dad has an extra shirt in my size or pants or whatever. So first they bring out a shirt that was about two sizes too small for me. It looked like fucking Chris <laughs> Farley just popping out of it. And I actually thought that that was really funny. I was like, no, let's just keep it. And they said, wait, wait, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see what we can find. And then they found this shirt in the basement. Like, I don't know whose it was or what it's from, but it had – a skeleton given the middle finger and it said talk shit get hit motherfucker that is amazing so thanksgiving 2020 i'm sitting at a table with a, a shirt that doesn't fit me that says talk shit get hit with the middle finger on it <laughs> so and Bra- I, lo- I loved it i loved like this is so odd this is so off like you said embrace the chaos a little bit yes you know? exactly exactly so there is a a tv special that we're actually going to focus a full episode on, but we decided like against it. But you really wanted to talk briefly about that. And what, what yeah. was that? Uh, okay. It's, it is a good thing we didn't do an entire episode on this, but this is the two part Turkey in the Straw episode by, uh, by Alf. Well, it's not by <laughs> Alf, but starring Alf. Yes. Okay. This is season three, episodes seven and eight. Uh, they originally aired November 14th, 1988. And November 15th, 1988. So you'd have a back-to-back. You know, back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was the same day or two separate days. So well, that yeah, makes more sense. Yeah, one day apart. And uh, I looked up uh, thanks what you, what day Thanksgiving was in uh, 1988. And it was a few days after that. So you had your two-day okay. ALF marathon. And a few days later, you had your Thanksgiving. And if you want to watch this special, this ALF Turkey in the Straw two-parter, uh, it is on Tubi, our, our, our oh, favorite yes. app on the, on the podcast here we always talk about. Um, That's right. You learn pretty early on that uh, you know Alf. If you know Alf, he's 
He's sort of a kind of a pain in the ass, but in a lovable way, you know. Yes. Um, and he's complaining about Thanksgiving a lot because it's not like the Thanksgiving he celebrates in his home planet of Melmac, which is called mm-hmm. Fapiano. Okay, <laughs> Fapiano is. Do you know where that comes from? That comes from Bob Fapiano, who was Alf's oh, handler. Oh, yes, yeah. I forgot. I didn't put two and two together. Yes. That makes total so sense. Somebody, now. somebody who worked on the show, Bob Fapiano. That's where they got the name from, Fapiano, which is essentially okay. an alien Thanksgiving. Uh, this episode, uh, you should watch. I don't know. I, I I don't know if I could recommend anything. Alf. You know, if you here's the thing, if you like Alf, I recommend this. If you don't like Alf, then I don't recommend this. That's that's it's, it'll that's be hit and miss. It's different. Like when you grew up in the '80s and you watched it for the first time, like I'm sure it was amazing. But like going back and revisiting now, or like going back and you know, we've been exposed to so many great comedy shows yes. and stuff. It's really hard to go back and watch some of the old episodes of Alf. I really love Alf as a character. Um, Me too. And Elf as a you know, like it's great. I, I want to see Elf as the star of a talk show where he's interviewing celebrities. Amazing. I want to see. I would love that. You know, all that shit. The the old school sitcom setup, the three camera thing or whatever. Like it is tough to go back to. But if you're looking for Thanksgiving, pick me up. Here it is. This is a two part special. Elf in the beginning, he winds up eating the entire. Very much like Kel, he eats the whole turkey. And then he – and everybody's pissed off about him about that. And then they find out that he also was feeding the local – What do they call him? I forgot. Like Flaky Pete. Okay, Flaky Pete. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, so he, he fed him like the, the family's sweet potato pie and gave away some, some clothes. And actually the family surprisingly like, you gave my clothes to a bum? Like they were like surprisingly mean about it. Like yeah, that's a, he's like the nicest. That's the nicest thing anybody's done in this whole show. Um. Uh, anyway, so then this neighbor lady comes over. The uh, the uh, Akmonic. Uh, that's their that. last name. The last name of that family are the neighbors <laughs> of the Akmonic. And actually, the lady. Go ahead and look her up. Look up uh, Akmonics from fucking. Now, this lady who's actually a woman. She looks like uh, Ernest when he's his Aunt Elda character. Oh my god! I, I never noticed. Yeah, that I was like, now. "This is a hideous fucking woman." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she's like an asshole and judgy, and uh, she finds out about their situation now. Their turkey's gone, so she invites them over uh, to to their Thanksgiving. Yeah, but unfortunately, Alf is not invited. He has to stay home alone. Alf has to stay home, uh, which he's really salty about it. Like he's pissed. Yeah, yeah, he's pissed. So they're they're over next door at the Akmonics and. The Akmonic son is being really molesty towards Lynn Tanner, the the Alf family. He's he keeps saying like, "Remember when we used to bathe together as kids?" And he's and and like he's like, you know, turkey's an aphrodisiac. I don't think so, (laughs) brother. Because I'll tell you something. Not to be too gnarly, but the what happens in the bathroom on Thanksgiving is is very special. It's a good thing that it is once a year. Um, right. <laughs> it's not an aphrodisiac, my friend. No, um, it's not. <laughs> Alf is sitting home alone while they're at the Akmonics next door. And uh, the bum, Flaky Pete, he looks in the window and sees an alien. And he's getting all excited. And he, he actually has like a, a cell phone. <laughs> a bum with a cell oh, phone. Oh, no. I think he stole like the family's phone. Okay. Was I'm that pretty it? sure. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, yes. Okay. So he, he calls uh, – he calls the alien – what was it? The alien task force and he says, I've yep. got an alien here. I know there's a $5,000 reward if anybody spots an alien and, and can prove it. So he calls – and actually the guy on the phone at the alien task force, Sergeant Fox, uh-huh. uh, and I thought he looked familiar. And, and his, he's uh, Michael Champion who – he was in Total Recall, Beverly Hill Cop, okay. Fatal Beauty in 1987. He was in like a lot of shit. He's got a pretty is, big – Is that the one with the broken arm? Um, I can't his arm in a sling. Is that no? Yeah, like that he had like white okay. hair or something. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this bum, he uh, what's his name? Flicky Pete. He lets himself <laughs> in to the house and he says, "Oh no, it's cool. I'm here. Uh, you know, your family said it's cool that I hang out with you for a while." And Alf is like, you know, like a dummy. So he's like, "Okay, cool." You know, and they're talking about space. And this guy knows a shit ton about space because. He used to work for the uh, Alien Task Force, but he... I, I didn't quite understand yeah, he, that. He, that was kind of a plot hole It there. seemed like what they were trying to say is that this dude, this bum worked for the Alien Task Force, but he quit because they were all about war and violence, and now he's homeless. And uh, yeah. so anyway, 
he's getting to know Alf, and, and Alf is, like, kind of a good dude. So he's starting to feel bad that he called the alien task force on him. Then uh, the Tanners get home, and and he talks to the Tanners, and they turn out to be good people. So he goes, shit, I fucked up here. And uh, when the alien task force shows up, he goes outside and falls on a sword and pretends to be a really crazy homeless guy and goes, I'm an um, alien, blah, 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 blah. And they go, ah, <laughs> shit, we just drove all the way for nothing. All right, fuck off. And then he speeds away, and then, you know, they get to celebrate a wonderful Thanksgiving. And and you're right, the very end of the episode, he steals their phone on the way out. Yeah. yeah. It's... It- this is a very interesting episode. I don't know why they had to stretch it. It did not need to be two episodes. No, it didn't need to be two. There, there are moments where I'm like, where is this going? Like, it's really slow. I'm not for sure what's going on. Yeah. But I mean, if you're looking for uh, an like, specifically an ALF Thanksgiving special, this is a definite go-to. Because right? it's it's enjoyable when you're looking in the aspect of just ALF, you know? If you don't know, I, actually, I want to recommend it to people who don't no elf at all like like only know of him but never watched the show okay just because i would like for them to to tune in and just be like what the fuck is this <laughs> you know uh it, it is it's really ridiculous uh but uh, you know if you like elf you know what you're getting into if you're not a fan of elf you know a lot of cheesy humor uh it, it, it's a classic you know i don't it i is. can't recommend it that much, but it is a classic, and it's all about Thanksgiving, and uh, there's a ton of turkey talk. There's a ton of there's a little bit of molesty talk, but you know that's neither here nor there. I guess you expect that a little bit. Same thing. Back to the cocksucker theme of Thanksgiving. Yep. Go next yep. door, and the the teenage son is trying to whatever the fuck. I, I know what I want to say, and I'm just thinking, ah, that's probably a step too far for the podcast. But uh, yeah, man, check out the two part Alf Thanksgiving special called uh, what's it called Turkey in the Straw. That's it. Yep. yep. Well, I want to piggyback off of my my first pick here because uh, during that Hey Arnold episode, the the grandmother thought that Thanksgiving was actually Independence Day, and I have a really fun personal story about Independence Day, the movie. For some reason, I always correlate the Independence Day movie with Thanksgiving. Man, I'm glad you brought this up because I actually just watched Independence Day like four days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. You should have waited for Thanksgiving. So a lot of you might be thinking like, what the hell? Independence Day is totally a 4th of July movie like or a summer movie at least because it definitely happens around the summer. It has a lot of summer vibes in it. Plus, it's Will Smith. Summer, summer time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but this movie was released on VHS on November 22nd, 1996. So just a few days before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And my dad, I, don't know if I may have talked about, about this on the podcast uh, previously, but my dad um, was a store manager of Walmart for many of years. He was a manager of Walmart, uh, of actually four or five different Walmarts. But in my hometown of Brookfield, um, they were going to be, they were in the process of opening up a super center. So there was still like this really kind of run down, smaller Walmart store that he was running before they opened up the super center. And uh, my dad had keys to the place. And this was, you know, back in 96 where they actually closed their doors on holidays. This is not their 24-hour store that we're, we're comfortable with nowadays. So on Thanksgiving Day, my dad had to go out and pick up, like, milk or something from Walmart. And he asked me if I wanted to come. I'm like, yeah, sure. Go into Walmart where nobody's there and all the lights are off. Oh, that's cool. That's this is cool, like a dream, dude. you know? And I always wanted to do that, especially like like at a Toys R Us or something, like just have the whole store to myself. So I was like, hell yeah. I was only, you know, seven years old. So I was very pumped about this. And um, on the way back to turn off the security system, we stopped at electronics and he said, uh, just hang tight here. I'll be right back. I'm like, okay. So I was looking around. The TVs were still on and they were playing Independence Day because it just came out. This is so cool, this fucking story, dude. How This is the first I've ever heard this. <laughs> right? I, I actually haven't thought about this in years until we started to come up with ideas for the show. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is Thanksgiving magic. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. So I'm watching Independence Day play on like the 15 TVs that are on display. My dad came out and he was like, have you watched this yet? I'm like, no. He's like, okay. He popped out the VHS from the VCR, took it with him, got the milk, and we left. Brother. And we watched Independence Day that night. I ended up pressing rewind and watching it again. So I ended up watching it like two or three times that day. (laughs) Did did that become your tape or did it go back to Walmart? 
it actually went back to Walmart the next day because he didn't. We didn't actually buy it or anything. Okay. We were kind of just like borrowing yeah, it yeah, from yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Well, because like no harm, no foul there, you know. That's, exactly. That's, that man, you guys fucking, you guys beat the system right there, dude. <laughs> beat the system on we Thanksgiving. Did. That's fucking cool, man. Because you know, typically everyone watches football or may even watch like wrestling or something. Like this is the first year that I was able to watch a movie with all my family members. And have this really special memory with my dad going into an empty Walmart after hours. Like it was, it was amazing. I love this memory so much. Well, that's a wonderful <laughs> memory, man. And I'm thank, thank you. you for sharing it. I actually wish I heard it sooner. And it's, it's such a visual thing being in that empty, dark ass Walmart with fucking uh-huh. Independence Day playing. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to Alpha a little bit. Okay. Uh, I, I I I ragged on him a little bit when talking about the sitcom as a whole. And I don't want to, to sound like I'm not a fan of Alf. Who doesn't love Alf? He's a right. wisecracking, shit-talking alien. He's, he's like a prototype Bart Simpson. Yeah, you he's know? a prototype Bart. Definitely, you know, if you were a kid around the time when he was at his height, that's the coolest fucking character that you could, oh, you could yes. know. Because he was at the dinner table just talking shit to everybody. That's the coolest <laughs> thing you could do. He always had a joke. But uh, – the following is really features Alf, and I want to talk about the NBC's broadcast of the 1989 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. Okay. Now, you've probably seen this. I know you've seen this. We talked about it a little bit. Now, uh-huh. what makes this one special, The 89, if you're a fan of, like, the throwback retro Thanksgiving parades, which I think is going to, you know, eventually when – the holiday hipsters catch on and realize there's a lot of fun Thanksgiving <laughs> shit. They'll do, they'll go through all the retro, they'll go through all the retro yes. parades. There's so many like weird floats and shit. Cause they're always promoting movies of that year with the floats uh-huh. and stuff. So you can really get a taste of the pop culture of that year by watching, you know, the parade. Yep. Of course you have your timeless staples like Garfield and shit like that, but you know, yes. you, you do get a tie in. So in 1989, for uh, part of the parade, it was co-hosted by Alf. <laughs> yes. And he was being puppeted, you know, looking out the window. Uh, you know, so he was in a window on like a, a, a higher up floor somewhere in Broadway. And he's looking out uh-huh. and he's talking shit about every fucking float that goes by. This is prime He Alf. literally was talking he's shit. He's like, oh, listen, that's it. a shitty float. Well, he's not saying that, but you know what I mean. He, that's what I'm talking about. That's the Alf that I like. Um, uh-huh. So he was a co-host. It, he he said uh, when he was talking about to- the Tom Turkey float, he said, "Oh, that's the biggest turkey you ever saw next to Ishtar," <laughs> which of course is the critically panned 1987 Dustin Hoffman Warren Beatty movie. Um, right. And actually, that movie. I, while we're on the topic, that coined the term "movie jail." You ever hear the term "movie jail"? No, I've never heard movie that. Movie jail before. is uh, for for cinephiles out there will know what it is. M- movie jail is a term. That is given to a director or mostly a director, but it could be given to an actor or a producer or something. If your name is attached to a movie that flops real hard, oh, Hollywood okay. puts you in movie jail, which is an unofficial place. Basically, you get no jobs for a long time. I got gotcha. you. They turn you down yes, for a very yes. long time. So I gotcha. that, this movie that Elf references at the 89 Thanksgiving Parade coined the term movie jail. There you go. There's your factoid. <laughs> when your mom is talking about Donald Trump at the dinner table tomorrow, right. you can say, hey, you guys know where movie jail came from? You know, change the topic <laughs> real quick. Change the subject, uh, yes. Alf watching this parade on Thanksgiving, he's filled with cat-eating quips. You know, he loves eating cats. That's yeah, Alf's thing. especially like the Pink, Pink Panther, Panther or the Garfield. Garfield. Oh, man. He's, Garfield goes by. He says, like, uh, that could have fed my whole planet, you know? Jeez, <laughs> come on, Alf. Um, one of the peak... Things in pop culture happens here for me. Like literally, uh-huh. if I think about all huge things, big movie releases, big video game releases, peak pop culture right here, Alf in person, the actual voice of Alf, Paul Fusco, he yes. introduces Joker from Batman <gasps> 1989. Oh, I remember parade. this. Yeah. So he says, uh, and here comes Joker. And then all of a sudden, Joker's there, just like in Batman 89, on the parade float, throwing out cash. And he sings this song, yes. uh, there's yep. always a Joker. Um, he's dancing yeah. and like, and he's creepy oh, it's as shit Because they got the real prosthetics in his face that Jack Nicholson uh-huh. had. It's not Jack Nicholson, obviously. Who, who played him? Uh, America's Funny Man, Fred Travelina. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that makes total sense. Fred Tra- Travelina, <laughs> if you're not familiar, uh, his... Nickname, his stage name was Mr. Everybody because he just uh-huh. loved to do impressions. 
And yes, he, everybody. He is Fred Chavalina is the archetype of impression comedy that you see people make fun of. Like, you know, when a comedian does like, all right, who wants to see my uh, Jack Nicholson? And he turns around for a second so he could adjust his face and then comes yeah, like back a Jim and Carrey, doing early, a real, early Jim Carrey. Just like an early Jim yes. Carrey. Yeah. Actually, yes. uh, Fred Chavalina is not – I. Obviously, he must be better than me because he's made a fucking life out of it. He passed away. But <laughs> I don't think he's the best impressionist. No. And I actually kind of love it, though, because I kind of – very niche here. I can't recommend this to every – I kind of like bad comedy sometimes, like cheesy 80s comedy. Fred Travelina, yep. like the bad stand-up. The, you ever see the Pop-Tart <laughs> uh, – stand-up oh special oh my god the vhs you ever see that yes. and they're like what i have and it. fucking yes. what's your name does five minutes on pop tarts like what is going oh, I forgot on her name uh paula poundstone paula poundstone yes she, paula poundstone she's on there she's like ah oh, you guys uh what do you guys think about pop tarts huh yeah yeah you heat these things up and you just you can't stop eating them that's what i always do i i kind of <laughs> people are just yakking it yeah. up she's talking about pop tarts um i love bad comedy uh, not all the time. I like good comedy too, but there's something pretty special about old '80s bad comedy. Yes, um, and that's uh, Fred Travelina, Mr. Everybody, playing Jack Nicholson's Joker at the 1989 Thanksgiving parade, introduced by Elf. I mean, oh my god, yes. this is you can't ask for any more. You know when they talk about like um, huge cross? Oh, MCU Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe crossover? Uh-huh. No, 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 bro. 1989, <laughs> Elf introduced Fred Travelina as the Joker to promote. Man, 1989. That's pretty. Amazing. That's pretty fucking special to me. And that is Thanksgiving magic. That dream-like levels of nostalgia. That's a fever dream to me. That is a. That's fever the dream. kind of shit that I dream when I go to sleep. Oh, what did you dream about <laughs> last night? I dreamt about Alf introducing Fred Travelina as the Joker at the 1980. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It sounds like a nightmare, but an amazing nightmare. Fortunately, uh, that is archived on YouTube. Um, yes, and it is. it's archived in other places. Uh, so. Seek that shit out. Look up some Alf clips. You could you could run through that Alf segment in five minutes, and you could watch that Fred Travelina Joker shit. Uh, there's uh-huh. wonders in Thanksgiving, my friends. That's right. Well, I really don't know how to top that. Like, I feel like we should probably wrap up the podcast yeah. right now. <laughs> you know? Have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> Goodbye. Gobble gobble, motherfuckers. <laughs> No, I really wanted to focus just a little bit on like weird family traditions because you know every family does the turkey, they do the turkey cutting, they probably do the wishbone. Like there are like traditions that every family recognizes and typically does, but my family's a little different. And some of the dishes that we have, I didn't know were weird and still until I started talking to people about them. Like for instance, do, does your family have like Thanksgiving noodles? Thanksgiving noodles? Uh, no. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to elaborate there. That's fine. So what they typically do is they make like their homemade like flat, kind of short noodles, and then they take the broth from the turkey and they just combine it all together. Y'all motherfucker making ramen on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers doing much top is. ramen. Top ramen. No, it's not top ramen. It's actually a little better than top ramen. And like, I ate this for years thinking that every family did this until I went to college and started talking to some people. And they're like, that's fucking disgusting. I'm like, really? No, I I don't think that's disgusting. But I do have a question. Would you eat that on Thanksgiving or did you make that with the leftovers? No, it was was eaten on Thanksgiving. Wow. So was it like a soup or was it a... It became a staple. It's, it was kind of a soup a little bit. I mean, it was more just, it depends of the, of the year and who made it. Some people might make it a little more soupy. Some may may, pick it, may not add as much broth into it, so it's not as soupy. Did it have a name? Was it called Thanksgiving noodles? No, just thanks, Thanksgiving but noodles. Was that what, like, what so we always called Can it. I have some more Thanksgiving noodles? Would that, would that yes, be Yes, they would know. They would know what wow. it is. Yeah. Thanksgiving noodles. And that's noodles. the only time we ate it. That's the only time that we ate it. And it was never brought up any other time of the year. And it was just strange to hear people's reactions. Like they'd be like, "That's fucking disgusting." I don't think it's disgusting. What, what? Okay, so what is in it? What is in it? It's literally just homemade noodles with the broth that that were left over from cooking the turkey. Wow. That's literally that's all it is okay. with some salt and pepper. That's it. That's that's uh, what what town did you grow up in? <laughs> <laughs> it's mid it Midwest, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just a Midwestern I'll thing. I'll tell you I don't what. Know. I got to get out there to the Midwest. You guys are buck wild. You're eating Thanksgiving we noodles. Are a little wild. You got insane clown posse. <laughs> you know what? Something's in the water there. You guys got clown rappers and Thanksgiving noodles. Dude, and that's that doesn't stop there. And we, I guess we're kind of redneck. I wouldn't consider myself redneck, but like my mom's side of the family are pretty redneck and they're proud of it. So they like after we got done eating, 
we would pr- typically watch like spaghetti westerns as we kind of like took a nap and relaxed. And after that, my my stepdad and my uncle would start bringing out the guns. We would go outside <laughs> and start shooting guns. Oh, cool! So I, I haven't done that in years because my my uncle passed about you know two or three years ago, and so they really haven't done that. Um, they'll bring it out ever so often, but never around Thanksgiving anymore. But that was the tradition. Like we'd always bring out his new pistol or new rifle or something, and. I was always too afraid because I'm not a gun guy. Yeah. I really don't care about guns. I don't own a gun. I really don't care to, to own one at all. But uh, every so often, he would talk me into shooting something, you know? <laughs> hey, Bryce, come on over here. <laughs> Shoot something. It's yeah, Thanksgiving. Come- <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he would say. <laughs> okay, Uncle Travis, I guess I will. Just for you. <laughs> Shoot Alf. <laughs> but like, if if you guys, a listener, have like weird family traditions, please reach out to us. I'm very interested. And if you eat Thanksgiving noodles or have a name for it, please, for the love of God, reach out to me. I don't want to be the only one have here. Have you thought to Google Thanksgiving noodles? I have. And people like, there are recipes online, but it's not a really a popular thing. It's not typically like a, a Thanksgiving staple for people. Just Googling this real quick because I just got to see what's okay. going on in the Midwest <laughs> over there. Wow. No kidding. This is a real thing. It's a real thing. And people have like really specific right here. ways of making it. But Grandma Randolph's Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving noodles. This is our there family's number one part of the Thanksgiving meal. The noodles take the place of the gravy and get dumped over everything. Yes, that too. Like people, like my uncle would dump it all over his his turkey, and like especially if we had um, uh, like creamy style uh corn or something like he would mix that together too it's very interesting yeah man. very interesting you want to be loaded up with that shit when you're shooting stuff <laughs> right. you want to be all that trip to fame just loaded to the brim with thanksgiving spaghetti when you- <laughs> oh <laughs> god damn does your family have any like weird traditions or anything like that shit man i mean you know, besides screaming at each other about politics. No, no. I mean, uh, I, I think that's the thing, too. Weird traditions. You uh, you probably didn't think of that as weird. And I don't think that's weird either. Not for a but, long time. Uh, Not until I went to college. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess the weirdest thing, and it's not really weird, but like, you know, they would get into like a militant Black Friday prep following the meal. Like oh, all the okay. circulars come out and everybody's licking their fucking fingers and turning the page. Don't lick your fingers <laughs> right. and turn the page. What? What? Why? <laughs> what are you doing that for? <laughs> Gravy lick. And uh, they're circling where they're going to go. I mean, the thing is now that's that's over. Even I mean, it's over in a COVID world, but yeah. it's over in general because everything's online now. So there's no reason to stand outside of a Best Buy for $10 off of hours. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, yes. But that was that was kind of one of our traditions. It was this this militant, you know, you hear the, whoosh, 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 the swooshing of the <laughs> circular pages, getting out the sharpie and then everything. Going, oh, look at this right here. You see that? Oh yeah. You say fifty cents. Oh my god. Yeah, you see that right there? We got to get that deal. That's a good deal. Um, no, I mean one of my traditions uh, is a lot of TV on Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah. so it kind of takes me back to Thanksgiving specials and. Weirdly enough, I can't get away from Alf today. Right. <laughs> um, it takes me back to Alf. Uh, but specifically, okay. Alf creator Paul Fusco, and he's also the voice of Alf. Um, for mm-hmm. years, I've been looking for lesser known Thanksgiving specials. And specifically, like, I just think the Muppets nail any, like, whatever they tackle. The uh, What is it? Muppet Christmas? The Muppet Christmas, the one that's yes. like, uh, oh my gosh, that's fucking rad. I like. So sad. I love it. It's uh, so why, why doesn't yeah. anybody. It's it's high art, dude. It's really good. Um, it really is. I always fantasized about an Ernest Thanksgiving movie. I always fantasized oh, about I like wish. a Muppets Thanksgiving movie. Never found a Muppets Thanksgiving movie, but I did find this made-for-TV Thanksgiving special from 1983 created by ALF creator and voice actor Paul Fusco right before ALF got picked up. It has these off-brand Muppets. It looks like a Muppet movie, but it's not. It does. Um, and it's called A Thanksgiving Tale. From and this is something that you brought up to me recently. I have no recollection of this, but I'm glad you did because it does seem like the off-brand of a Muppet special, and it kind of you know itches that scratch that, I, that was wanting. Yes, uh, some sort of Muppet special. I, I, you know? Yes, I always every holiday needs a Muppet thing in it, and they didn't yes. really have. I mean, I'm sure if you search through the Muppet archives, you could find some. 
Thanksgiving bit with the Swedish chef and shit like that, you know, whatever the fuck. (laughs) But I want a proper special. So this is made by the creator of Alf for 1983, right before Alf got picked up. So he's not quite like famous yet. Um, And it tells the story of these, this group of cats uh, that are poor, but they Uh have, they live in an apartment, the studio apartment. I didn't quite understand Fair that. Enough. Maybe it's like Section 8 you know, or something. The, the le- I don't know what the lease looks like for, for cats. You know what I mean? Maybe we should get uh, America's Funny Man Fred Travellini in here. Fred Travellina. <laughs> hey, and, uh, it's me. I'm a cat. <laughs> you know, that kind of comedy he loves. But uh, no, so we got the cats in the apartment, but they have no food. They're fucking starving. They said, oh, what's going to be Thanksgiving? Uh, blah, blah. That's the thing. This special is filled with vocal tropes. And what I say, mm-hmm. what I mean when I say that is like, they have a lot of voices that have been impersonated for so long that I don't even know what they're impersonating anymore. Yes. Like, you know that, I mean, this Agreed. one isn't in there, but like, you know, the, uh, the Igor voice, like, hey, it's me, Igor. I don't uh-huh. even really know what that's referencing anymore because it's just in every cartoon for years and years and yep. years. This has a lot of trope voices in it. And one of them is a little problematic, but the rest of them are okay. Um, mm-hmm. You have your cats. In the in the studio apartment, they're poor. They have no food. You have your dogs. They live in an alley, and they're guarding this Chinese restaurant. And so they have unlimited food, but they have no shelter, and it's getting colder. So you can kind of see where this is going. The cat's got one thing, yeah. and the dog, but they don't like each other. They hate each other. And actually, you know, it's funny. I watched this. <laughs> I said to myself, you know, the dogs are bigger and stronger than the cats. Why don't they beat up the cats and take the shelter? And I went, oh, <laughs> that's what happened at the first yeah. Thanksgiving. Fuck. Ooh, dang. So this is kind of like a social commentary yes, almost. <laughs> yes, yes. But it doesn't take that path. What winds up happening is um, this puppet that I love. Like he, honestly, I want to get this special scene more because I think that it could be like the Thanksgiving special if more people see it. There's this character, Tom Turkey, shows up, and I think he could be, like, the mascot of the holiday, for real. Yes. Um, And he shows up, and he is a – he shows up to what he thinks is New York City because he wants to be a a Broadway actor. And uh, (laughs) Doesn't he sing? Isn't there, like, a few numbers in this There is a few numbers. The music's actually, like, okay. There's a couple couple good points. I'll get into that in a second. Okay. Uh, Because I want to talk about Tom here, who – he gets out of the bus and he says, oh, this isn't what a, I thought the big city would look like. And, uh, oh, is that Fred Travellini? Wow, Fred Travellini, thank you for that voice. Oh, there he oh, is. There he, is. Oh, he had to go again. He had to go. Um, and <laughs> and uh, so he talks to the cats. He runs. Tom Turkey runs to the cats and says, oh, I, I didn't think this is what the city looked like. And then the cat says, uh, you're not in New York. You're in Newark, New Jersey. Which is weird because right. that's right by my home. So like this special yeah. I've been looking for forever takes place in a city that's that's right near my home. Um, so the cats plan on murdering Tom Turkey and cooking him so they could have Thanksgiving. On the other mm-hmm. hand, the cats catch wind – or the dogs, I'm sorry, catch wind that the cats yes. have a turkey that they're planning to kill. And they're – one of them is doing a Scruff McGruff voice. Yeah, I noticed that. So I think that's a trope that I don't know what that's referencing anymore. Like, we got to go save that turkey. And there's also yes, another – almost like a detective, like, noir yeah. kind of feel so, to it. So they, they want to – the dogs want to rescue the turkey. The cats want to murder this turkey. It definitely made the cats out to be the murderous pricks, I suppose, or the cocksuckers. Um <laughs> and there's one, there's a, a couple musical numbers. There's one cat who does like, he's doing like a, a, a Bob Dylan kind of thing. Uh, yeah, which like, whoa. yeah, he's like, I'm a cat. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any food. <laughs> oh, oh, Travellini's back. Okay. Shit. Thanks, man. Welcome back. Shit. Uh, he, he doesn't want to comment. He doesn't want to comment. But um, right. it's got good songs. It's got a lot of adult jokes uh, and not like perverty, but just ones that like only adults would understand. Like they reference. Yeah. Uh, cat on a hot tin roof. I don't think any kid knows what that is. They reference no. Groucho Marx. Like, uh, there's a lot of like weird shit in there. So I think it's kind of a family thing. It's meant for the whole family to sit down around. The the, the adults could pick up some things, and the kids could pick up some. That things. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's wonderful. I think that you should absolutely seek it out, and uh, it's it should be a little bit easier to seek out because uh, we've done a little bit of work to make that easier. Uh-huh. Well, to seek you out. did. You well, we did. worked together here. Um, okay. And we got the special, <laughs> uh, which was really hard to find, and it only aired once on TV. We got that, and we cut in some wonderful Thanksgiving retro commercials. 
Yes. Um, so it looks like you're watching the original broadcast, and uh, we have that available for you. So get up That's on That's right. Our, it's uh, actually on your YouTube channel, on my YouTube which channel. I think you may just... Look up Jamie Kilsby. Yes. Is that is that maybe how they should find it? Yeah, you could just look up my my name, and uh, it's it's right go. on there. And I think uh, I watched it on my TV, uh, and it looked wonderful, and it put me in it the looks spirit. Great. And the commercials, I think, are edited nicely enough that oh, it's it, perfect. It really, and I think even Alf is in it, doesn't he? Make it? Yeah, appearance? I, th- I think I think he's in a commercial or something. Yes, um, yes. Alf is like weirdly like the patron saint of Thanksgiving, which is strange. He kind of uh, is. It's very interesting. Check this one out, man. <laughs> I, I recommend it, and um, you know, it doesn't have Fred Travelina in it, but. You could save that for afterwards. YouTube some of his stuff. And he'd be like, uh, hey, did you ever hear me uh, do my impression of uh, Karl Marx? Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Marx. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, yeah. Who fucking knows? Uh, right. But check that out if you'd like. I have it on my YouTube page. And uh, maybe in the future we'll do a, some it's, sort of VHS release of it for next maybe. Thanksgiving. I- I actually dubbed a copy for you, just just you, because you put that together. You brought this to my attention. It's magical. It's not as magical as Alf hosting the Macy's yes, Thanksgiving yes. Day Parade, but it's up there. It's certainly up there, it, it, and it deserves to be on It's another fever dream thing that is like, how did I not yes. hear of this for my whole life? And so yeah. <laughs> I want more people to see it because I think that it's short, too. It's 30 minutes with commercials. It's 30 minutes flat, and uh-huh. uh, I think you and the family will love it. I agree. Well, talking about a fever dream, let's talk about celebrating Thanksgiving in in school. Oh, man, you got the fucking... <laughs> you probably... You were making me feel it on the inside, man. Oh, no. <laughs> you got the Dixie cup. You have the cookies on the paper plate and the pretzels. What do you got? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So looking back on this, I am so surprised that we were able to do this because... They, our teachers encouraged us to dress up as like a, a pilgrim or a Native American, oh. which, like in hindsight, <laughs> is totally racist. Yeah, I don't that's know a how they allowed this, but so I, for some reason, I always picked Native American because I thought the pilgrims were bullshit and turned. It, like, I always did too, man. I always did too, actually. I uh, one year I dressed up as a Native American and I went home and I I wrote a book about my Native American character and uh, how he had to <laughs> really? rescue his village from a flood. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, gonna, yeah. A patent pending on that. Oh, it'd bring that back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, you know, come to find out what the pilgrims actually did to all the native Americans. Like I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad on my decision that I decided to dress up as yeah. native American for like five years straight. But, uh, I don't know about your school, but like we would sing songs like Thanksgiving themed songs. We would make like arts and crafts, like that church, the classic Turkey hand. Uh, we made a vest out of like paper bags with uh, with like <laughs> they with, just like, turned you into homeless kids for, for Thanksgiving. They kind of did, dude. It's so weird. Now go out in the so wild, <laughs> be homeless, yeah. enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> and now I don't know about you, but like even up to to high school, the day before our Thanksgiving break, lunch would always be the same thing. It was diced turkey with mashed potatoes with that clear like snotty oh, gravy. And uh, green beans, like, for some reason, this was, like, my favorite meal ever served at school. It was so tasty. Yeah, you know, it looks bad. You know what they probably did? Who the fuck knows, really? Uh But, it like, if I'm picturing what I'm picturing, it's just, like, a Thanksgiving-themed hungry man flipped onto a a plate. Pretty much. You know those hungry man meals that are microwavable TV dinners, like, five million calories? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's a little (laughs) slimy... A little tasty. Gravy. Yeah. yeah. It, it was always tasty. And I always wanted to go back for seconds. It was never able to, unfortunately. But there is like one specific memory that stands out for me when we were celebrating Thanksgiving at school, especially when I was younger, is that like, you know, half the day they focus on singing the songs, doing the arts and crafts, telling us a little bit about the history of Thanksgiving and how it was celebrated. And then the remainder of the day, we would always pull all the kids out together into like the middle, like the center of uh, the school. And we watch Thanksgiving movies. Oh, cool. What'd you guys watch? So one of them, I don't know if this will ring a bell for you or if you remember this one or not, but it was called the mouse on the Mayflower. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I remember the mouse on the Mayflower. Okay. Hi, Ladybird. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Ladybird, can you stop? Come here. I, I think she remembers it as yeah. well. Uh- <laughs> Ladybird. Oh, no, there you go. 
She is. She's celebrating Thanksgiving. She has a ham toy. Oh, it looks like a ham. Nice. That's, that's what she's getting all worked up about. Mmm, tastes like plastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the mouse uh, on the Mayflower was a made-for-TV movie back in like the late '60s, and it was just about like this church mouse that finds his way onto the Mayflower and like their adventure to America, essentially. And uh, I don't know why this movie stands out so much because I tried watching it recent and it's very, very outdated. Mm. Like it's not good at all. Outdated in what way? Like the animation is very outdated. The, the dialogue is like really kind of hard to follow. And even the story is just very boring. Like it's not that good. We went to school in a pretty interesting time because we were given some pretty outdated shit. Like, I remember yeah. there was this video that we watched in, like, third grade, like, in our music class. And it was uh, some barmaid comes out in this animation. She comes out from the back and she has – she's balancing two big steins on her on her tits. <laughs> and all the third graders, we were hooting and hollering when we saw her. Oh, I'm sure. Woo, 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 woo. The teacher's like, settle, settle, settle. <laughs> But the other one that stands out the most for me is one year that we got to watch Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. And I don't know why it was so special because it was like, obviously one of the teachers had recorded it from like the year prior on like a blank VHS. So you, you got to watch like all the commercials and stuff. But you know, during that time, like no one cared to watch it. So she would always fast forward through it. But uh, for some reason that memory stands out the most. And every time I see a still of the Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, it brings me back to fourth grade and Miss Burns' class and watching that with all these, like, my fellow students, uh, my fellow classmates, you know? Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, this was a kind of a rough and strange year for fans of nostalgia and tradition because yeah. Apple straight up bought the the rights to air um, the peanut specials, the Christmas, so, yes, and and they were like refused to to air it on any this, national. This was the first time network. since 1964 that they were not being aired uh, on broadcast television, and so we missed out on the Great Pumpkin. And but people made enough of a stink that PBS stepped in, and so PBS yep. <clears throat> aired the special. So thank God for PBS. I know, like. PBS gets some weird like political flack sometimes from from the yeah. enemies because it, it's a public expense. It, you know, fuck you, man. PBS needs to exist, I know, dude. Seriously, it does. That's where I, I learned so much. Like, I love PBS, and I'll still like because I only only have like an antenna here because uh, all my stuff is on my hard drive. But whenever I'm watching antenna TV, it's either me TV or PBS. Thank God for me like, TV. I still watch Thank God Arthur. For PBS, you know, man, for real. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So to wrap, so sort of wrap things up, put it in a – I like clear my, my throat bubble before I get to the important stuff. But yeah, no, for real, to, to wrap this up and to put it in a little of perspective, here on the show, we generally try to bring up pop culture things that you either – we think you've either forgot about that will give you a light, nice little blast of nostalgia or things that maybe you never mm-hmm. heard about at all. Um, so we try to do that in Halloween. Everybody knows to watch the original Halloween and, and all that shit. And Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus. You all already that, know yes. that. So we try to do these more obscure things. But I think that the celebration of Thanksgiving in a, in a pop culture standpoint is still pretty obscure enough where I want to still point out the top contenders. Um, yes. So I think the number one film of the season – you know, whatever your choice is for Halloween, whether it's Halloween or Hocus Pocus for Christmas is maybe, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, whatever you like. I think the winner of November is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, um, yes. 1987, written and directed by John Hughes, Steve Martin, John Candy. I love Candy. John Hughes. Oh, yeah. I love John Candy. Yes. Like, it's it's perfect. It's wonderful. It's perfect. Uh, if you haven't seen it, for real, like, if, if, they have, if you have any takeaway from your – for your Thanksgiving viewings, uh, your Thanksgiving pop culture things – from this podcast, uh, if you haven't seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, make it that. Because it is, it is really fucking good. You can actually find it on Pluto TV for free. I, oh, I just great, looked it great. up because I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay, so, cool. Yes, it's free on Pluto TV. Go check it out. Yeah, really awesome movie. Just fits in right with all the um, John Hughes holiday stuff like Home Alone and all that stuff. It's really yes. great. Next one, this is definitely down a few rungs because people probably have not heard of this. But another John Hughes written film. Uh, directed by the maker, <laughs> directed by the maker, 
<laughs> directed by the director who did uh, Crocodile Dundee, is Dutch uh-huh. in 1991. Dutch. This is starring okay. uh, Ed O'Neill, uh, who we know is, as Married with Children. It's a wonderful little uh-huh. tale of him um, trying to bring his new girlfriend's son home from school for the Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, they get into you know wild hilarities shenanigans I, it's good it's a lot it of is fun. a lot of fun it's 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 starting what's interesting is that it's starting to be pop up popping up more and more on all these people's lists like here are these forgotten thanksgiving cult films uh-huh. so pretty soon we're all gonna know the the tale of dutch but yeah that's a great one too uh it shouldn't be as high in the list as planes trains and automobiles but it's a great second and then a yep. f- and it's on tubi it's on tubi oh shit okay yep. wow i'll fucking gonna watch it now um, <laughs> uh, far third is Son-in-Law 1993 starring Pauly Shore, Shore. <laughs> um, another wonderful little Thanksgiving tale he plays Pauly Shore like as the weasel you know uh-huh. uh, and he's going home with his girlfriend for Thanksgiving and they're a more uptight sort of country-ish family conservative yeah, yeah. and he's the weasel the- you know, and uh, but, so you can imagine how that goes. Hilarity ensues. It's it, it's the theme that we were talking about from the, from the top, which is like you know, uh, fucking expect the unexpected and disasters yes. will happen with family. I also want to point out that uh, old WWF pay per views of Survivor Series <laughs> are a really great yeah. Thanksgiving tie in because they always aired the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So if you want, if you look up like eighties and nineties, early nineties, specifically uh, survivor series, there was often a character that was called the gobbledygooker and the gobbledygooker <laughs> would emerge from a giant egg. And it was a guy in a Turkey costume and some wrestlers would, you know, beat the living shit out of him. Um, uh-huh. so, so survivor series, if you're a wrestling fan and old wrestling fan, that that is a Thanksgiving tradition, and uh, I want to cap it off with something that has returned, which is what's that? MST3K's Turkey Day tradition, Mystery yeah. Science Theater three thousand. Um, this was a tradition that started in MST3K's Comedy Central years. The idea of watching turkeys on Turkey Day, you know, Turkey a bad film. Um, uh-huh. So they're finally bringing it back. It's a it's a it, it came back with Shout Factory a few years ago. Um, but mm-hmm. it's coming back. It's gonna be live this year. If you want, to, if you have a uh, the Shout Factory TV channel, uh, if you have uh, a bunch of Pluto, Pluto TV, I think Pluto will have it. Yeah, it. Yeah. You can, they're doing it on Twitch. It's gonna be everywhere. If you want to find it, it'll yes. be very available. So yes, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Dutch, son-in-law, MST3K Turkey Day, old Survivor series. That is Thanksgiving <laughs> pop culture at its finest. I mean, it's not as <laughs> fever dreamy as Alf introducing. Craig no, Travelina as Joker. Joker, but right. hey, we, that's that's a shooting fucking star. That's cosmic, dude. <laughs> that is so right. Man, well, I will tell you, after talking about all this stuff, I'm really in the Thanksgiving mood. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I unfortunately won't be able to see my family this year because of COVID and stuff, but I am honestly in the Thanksgiving mood. I really cannot wait to celebrate. Right, so take time. Eat what You should still eat the normal stuff if it's available to you. Yes. Take some time to relax and 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 be thankful for the things in your life that are positive. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of really cool, goofy, nostalgic pop culture tie-ins that we just talked about. I think this is the underdog of the holiday. We're going to be uh, hearing people talk about this a lot more. I agree. I think starting next year, I, I, we, I don't know. I will say it now. I will say it now. I will predict that next year, Thanksgiving is going to be just as big as the Halloween season because Halloween's all you're like ramping yes. up over the last few it, years. It is, I really think Thanksgiving's starting to get up to that it's level. It's getting there. I've been going into Target and Walmart, and I always see you know T-shirts and shit of the Friends episode where the turkey's on the head. Yes. So that, it's starting to pop up a bit. I it don't is. know. I, I I won't challenge your theory of next year, but if it's not next year, it'll be one of the. You're going to start seeing a huge pop culture push in the ways of Halloween and Christmas for Thanksgiving in the coming years. That's that's a that's your bogus prediction. Yes, and well, I will. I will say it's mostly because of the nostalgia. I mean, all the stuff that we talked about today, and plus, I bet you, I mean, there's a full list of Thanksgiving movies that we didn't cover, and they're they're a little more modern and stuff. But people, once people start looking back and being like, "Oh, I forgot that was a Thanksgiving movie," I think it'll start becoming a tradition to watch those, and then that nostalgia is going to really bleed into that holiday, making it a lot more exciting to celebrate. Right. So I really think, I, I agree, maybe not next year, but in the coming years, it's going to grow more popular with pop culture. And I just want to say that if you want to 
if you feel a uh, sense of national pride, you know, when celebrating Thanksgiving, that is fine. Although that is not the thing that works for us here, really. I mean, it's more about the celebration of your family and being thankful for the little yeah. things in your life. I think that uh, some people would say that Thanksgiving represents the disenfranchisement of, you know, uh, uh, indigenous people. Yeah. So you can, there are plenty of uh, uh, Native American filmmakers and comedians and you can look up and support their work all around the year, not just on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. But uh, yes, it, this is more about the family and the thankfulness and the weird pop culture thing for us. And, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode is enjoying your family and not just your family, but the people that are around you. Be thankful for what you have. And that's what that's exactly how we celebrate Thanksgiving as well, even in my family. It's just taking time to really reflect on what's, what we're thankful for and embrace that dysfunction and embrace that weirdness because – you know, we might end up talking about that on the podcast five years later or, or 20 years yeah, later, yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, I will say that uh, next month is December. Forever Bogus has, at least the podcast, has some pretty cool things lined up. We're definitely going to be celebrating Tubi Miss, maybe even <laughs> Pluto Miss. I, I don't know. Uh, but we have a lot lined up for that. But uh, we honestly... We can't wait to start celebrating Christmas with you. And uh, if, uh, you know, maybe there's an opportunity to, to talk about the rewriting of Jack Frost, you know? <laughs> hey, there we go. We have to bring Adam Spring Bring Adam on. back to talk about Jack Frost. He, he was all about yeah. that. I think that'd be a lot of fun to maybe bring that back. I got up. a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jamie. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this. We hope that we this got you in that Thanksgiving mood. Uh, please hit us up on Instagram. Tell us your weird family traditions or how you're going to be spending Thanksgiving this Let year. Let us know if you eat Thanksgiving noodles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I want to know your take on that. So please hit yeah. us up on Instagram. Well, until next time, always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all stay safe. We got the host, Rash Shoemaker, Nothing like Babe Ruth, candy bars, any takers, and Arsenal of VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great, I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets, yes, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P&P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail, Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you will bring me my mail. E-Count, Shakula, you Hoover, Oda, Pale Ales. You want dope with diamonds, I got my bling with sales. Thinking I'm a gear, riders like my seller prevail. I got dope rhymes for the VHS community. Got some lunch meat for you Nimrods. Rat King, Steve Jobs, on that PT style, and this and eat my socks. Ox, Dragon Slayer, modified with lasers. What we need right here is some good old taters. Back to back clamshells of the King Crusader. The one from the 90s as well as beyond. You're an asshole if you play as a job and James Bond. Y'all gone. With that sheet that wiggity wag, like soda this flat is spilling right into your bath. This sounds lousy. Another episode featured on Boom Howdy. And I'm outy, cause forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. I know more.